Are you halfway around the world? Because I am halfway around the world. Because I am literally down memory lane. I am listening to 18's Teen Spirit album. I don't know if you guys were big fans of 18's like I was. I was a huge fan because I was a child of the early 2000s. And 18's were like literally the bees knees. Remember that song? Upside down. Bouncing off the ceiling. Then of course, halfway around the world. I literally was obsessed. Um, but I was like very much into teeny bopper type bands. That was just who I am. And it's still who I am today. And I was you know, doing some work on my computer, and then I was, you know, reminiscing through old times back in my, you know, early teens, and that song came on, and I was, like, literally crying, and I was like, you know what, that is a perfect song to intro my Thursday, Thursday, Thursday episode of this podcast. Hi, everybody, I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mysterious of pop culture coming at you. Uh, this is actually going to be our last episode of the week, um, because tomorrow is Juneteenth, and I uh, just, it's appropriate to take the day off, and uh be out on the streets with my friends, uh, marching and protesting for what we are all fighting for, equality, justice, and supporting my brothers and sisters who are out there, um, who are my family. Um, so this is technically Thursday and a Friday episode, so yeah, there you go. But uh, hi, everybody. I hope everybody's had a really good week. It's been a long, long, long week for me, um, but I'm super excited because actually on Wednesday, yesterday, I uh, one of my favorite bakeries, Susie Cakes, here in L.A., was open in Studio City. So shout out to Suzy Cakes. They don't sponsor me, but like literally I love them. And I got my delicious chocolate chip cookies from them. And it's almost like a medicine for my body because I haven't had them in over three months since quarantine started. They closed, but you can go to the door and you can you know get your little cookies and it made me really happy that I went on a nice afternoon stroll uh, at the park, got some fresh air, uh, and then I came home. And it's, you know, feels good to be out in the world uh, doing doing my damn thing. Um, what else? Anything exciting else out no, FaceTime with my dog. That was also really cute. I love talking to my doggy. I'm going to see him tomorrow. Um, hmm, yeah, not really much going on since we last chatted. But, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll have some fun, juicy gossip stories for you from over the weekend when I'm back at you on Monday. So, yeah, without further ado, I guess, let's uh, let's hop right into some stories. Once again, that was 18's Halfway Around the World, literally one of my favorite songs ever. Oh, and by the way, I'm... Uh, for those of you who listen to my episodes, I'm now on uh, season two, episode 19 of the OC, The Rager, and it's literally so good. Ryan's brother, Trey, is out of prison, and he's like a very good looking young man. His name, Lo- His name is Logan Marshall Green. He's very, very handsome. Um, and he apparently has a lot of accolades. He's a very successful actor, uh, but yeah, such a good show. I love me some Marissa Cooper, and I love me some Julie Cooper. Those Cooper money gold digger queens. <laughs> okay, here we go. So. Without further ado, here are stories. Okay, first story of the day. Uh, this is from E! News. This is a bit of a disturbing story, um, especially if you're a fan of the show, that 70s show. Uh, but it is my job as the mistress of pop culture to report to you pop culture stories. Um, Danny Masterson. Oh, this is from E! News. Danny Masterson arrested and charged with raping three women. Um, 
Danny Masterson has been charged with forcibly raping three women in separate incidents that took place between 2001 and 2003. Los Angeles County District Attorney Jackie Lacey, I've been hearing a lot about Jackie Lacey as of late, um, announced the charges, <clears throat> excuse me, three counts of rape by force or fear on Wednesday, according to records obtained by E! News. Leave that 70 show star uh, was arrested at 11.30 a.m. and held in police custody on 3.3 million dollar bail. Um, uh, e News confirms he has since been released on bond. Okay, let's just look how much what is what his net worth is because that's a crazy amount of money to uh bail out on net worth. Because he was on that 70 show, so I'm sure he's made a fortune. Okay, uh, Danny Masterson net worth. 16 million. Oh, okay. Well, he's, you know, he's loaded. So three, but I mean, 3.3 out of 16 is a huge chunk of change. And I'm sure he gets a lot of residuals from his show, but still, hey, that's a lot of money. Okay. Uh, the complaint against Masterson states that he allegedly raped a 23 year old woman between January and December 2001. Then in April 2003, he allegedly raped a 28-year-old woman. The third incident allegedly occurred sometime between October and December of the same year when he allegedly raped a 23-year-old woman who he invited to his Hollywood Hills home. If convicted, Masterson faces 44... I'm sorry. If convicted, Masterson, 44, faces 45 years in a state prison. The district attorney's office also announced Wednesday that it declined to file sexual assault charges against Masterson in two other cases due to insufficient evidence and the statute of limita- limitations. I love the statute of limitations. I don't even know what the hell that means, but I just, I always hear about it. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, in response to the charges, his attorney told E! News, quote, Mr. Masterson is innocent and we're confident that he will be exonerated. When all the evidence finally comes to light, witnesses have the opportunity to testify. Obviously, Mr. Masterson and his wife, actress Bijou Phillips, are in complete shock considering that these nearly 20-year-old allegations are suddenly resulting in charges being filed, but they and their family are comforted knowing that ultimately the truth will come out. The people who know Mr. Masterson know his character and know the allegations to be false. The statement continued. In 2019, four women filed a lawsuit against Masterson, the Church of Scientology, and its leader, David uh, Miskavig, Miss Savage, for allegedly carrying out a conspiracy to cover up the star's alleged sexual misconduct and harassment, the women, two of whom are identified by name and two who were considered Jane Doe's in the case, claim that the defendant's name in the suit, quote, systematically stalked, harassed, invaded their and their family's privacy and intentionally caused them emotional distress to silence and intimidate them. At the time, Masterson described the lawsuit, quote, as ridiculous and a spokesperson for the Church of Scientology called the suit's allegations, quote, ludicrous and a sham. The lawsuit is still ongoing. Well, I don't know much about the, Sci- the Church of Scientology, and I don't want to, you know, throw anyone under the bus, but I have heard some things about them, and I'm just going to leave it at that. And it's also, it's, like, down the street from where I live, so, I'm like, sometimes I buy it, I'm like, oh, what's going on over there? But then, like, I keep on driving, because, like, you know. Anyways, I forget with my day. It's on the way to Silver Lake, and if you live in L.A., you know where Silver Lake is. Silver Lake, Los Feliz. And I, like, have some, Silver Lake and Los Feliz are really clear, so I kind of like the Brooklyn hippie, hipstery areas of L.A. They're really cool. They have really good coffee shops, really good restaurants, really cute boutique stuff on the way to DTLA, downtown L.A. I'm just, like, educating you in the vernacular of Los Angeles. If you ever consider moving here, which you should, because literally LA is the best. Even, you know, post-quarantine, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit of a ghost town. But, like, you know, there's some traffic on the 101 now. And, like, I was trying to get from point A to point B today. And there was so much traffic. I was like, what the hell is going on? But then I was like, okay, this is great. The city's just opening up again. So here we go back to our story. The actor has denied all allegations of sexual misconduct. Oh, I love when I can, like, go into my fast little chats. Makes me feel good. Um, in 2017, Masterson was fired from his role on Netflix's The Ranch as a result of the allegations. At the time, the authorities with the LAPD confirmed to E! News that they were conducting an investigation after three women disclosed that they were sexually assaulted by Mr. Masterson in the early 
early 2000s. The case remains under investigation by the Los Angeles Police Department's Robbery Homicide Division. Masterson will be arraigned in court on September 18th. Um, so I guess we're going to update you on the 18th. I'll update you well, on the 19th, um, following whatever the results are. Um, and I hope that these women, if, if this is true, then I hope that just, they get their day in court and justice is served. Um, because this is horrific and, you know, just terrible. It's a terrible story and very disturbing. Um, that's, that's what it is. Um, it's, we'll, we'll follow up in a couple months. Uh, so, yeah. All right. So our second story of the day, let me just scroll. Um, it's a bit of entertaining news. It's a bit of exciting news. This is from Deadline.com, which is sort of the trade. This is a website, like an entertainment-based website, which is sort of like the trades of, like, who books what, what producers are doing what, what movies are coming out when. And as of late, it's been a lot of, um, what is it called? Like rescheduling of film releases. Like Wonder Woman was pushed to the fall. Uh, the Scarlet uh, Johansson Avengers movie, Black Black Widow was pushed back. And it's, it's basically a website for that. But this is really exciting news because I'm a huge uh, Kristen Stewart fan. Of course, I'm Twilight. Um, Charlie's Angel, she was fabulous in. Um, but this is an exciting thing because... Um, Pablo Lorian to direct Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana in Spencer um, on When Lady Di Rejected the Fairy Tale Ending virtual package. Um, this is so exciting. I love Kristen Stewart. Um, she is just like literally a star and she's so talented and love her. Okay. Um, let's see here. Sorry, let me just scroll up. Uh, Pablo Lorraine, who is the director, is set to direct and Kristen Stewart to play Princess Diana in Spencer, a drama that shapes up to be a hot package for the virtual cans market. The Stephen Knight's scripted film covers a critical weekend in the early 90s when Diana decided her marriage to Prince Charles wasn't working and that she needed to veer from a path to put her in line to one day be queen. The drama takes place over three days and one of her final Christmas holidays in the House of Windsor in their Sandringham estate in Norfolk, England. Production is expected to begin in early 2021. Um, the film will be produced by uh, Lorraine uh, director of films that include Jackie, oh, with Natalie Portman, that was great, and Neruda, along with Fabula Partner and a bunch of other people. Um, let's see here what he said about Kristen Stewart. Um, Stewart is an intriguing choice to play Diana. She got a taste of that fishbowl life born of fame when she starred in the blockbuster Twilight Saga films with press hounding her. Every move at a very young age, she eschewed that persona and has... Uh, refashioned herself as one of the most interesting and unpredictable actress in unpredictable excuse me actresses working mostly in independent films now she'll play one of the most famous women in the world at her moment of great moment existential crisis yeah i love this um i'm so excited as a huge Kristen Stewart fan um and i love princess diana I i've talked about it before i love the crown uh, on netflix it's one of the greatest shows ever olivia coleman is fabulous and then claire foy Prior to her, and then we have the incomparable Amalda Staunton, who you got Amalda Staunton, um, who you may or may not know. If you're a Harry Potter fan, she played Umbridge in uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Um, she's so good, and I can't wait to see her as the final incarnation of Queenie, Queen Elizabeth, um, or Her Majesty, um, as a royal say. I just, you know, what I wonder about the royals. I like wonder if they get pissed off about all these films being made about their lives, or I like literally wonder if they get a cut of the like cut of the finances about all this because. It can't be easy for, like, Prince Charles and Prince William um, and, of course, uh, Harry and Meghan and uh, Kate Middleton to, like, see their lives played out in various uh, directed versions, you know, and in various, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, not plot lines, but what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
I don't know, in various forms. I wonder if that really pisses them off or if they're just like, yes, we are famous. Like, yes, honey, yes. Get those eyeballs on our family. Um, but it just keeps them very relevant, which is really exciting. But I'm really excited to see it because I'm a huge uh, Princess Di fan and I'm a huge Kristen Stewart fan. So I think this is just an incredible marriage and Kristen Stewart is an incredible actress. So yeah, love to see it. Good for her. I'm not that she needs to work because she probably has millions from Twilight. But you know, actresses love to keep working. Okay, third story of the day is literally like a blast from the past and I literally am beside myself crying on the floor. If you guys know me, I'm obsessed with Disney and Disney Plus. Um, and I'm super nostalgic. I like love shows like Lizzie McGuire, Kim Possible, even Stevens. Um, and E News just literally shared the greatest news of my life. So I'm like literally crying my eyes out. Even Stevens cast reunites for 20th anniversary reacts to Shia LaBeouf's Honey. Okay, Christy Carlson Romano is, like, literally the greatest thing ever. Um, she's, like, super thirsty, but I, like, literally love it because I'm super thirsty, too. But she's on TikTok. She's on Instagram. She has a YouTube channel. She's, like, literally an all-star. Like, I just love her because she really is Ren. Um, Ren Stevens, of course, was the lead of the show. It was Ren and Lewis. Um, fun fact about that show also, the dad who played... The, the actor who played the dad and even Stevens was in the show The Comeback, the first season, as the, like... I don't know what he was, a producer of the show. So I like literally love it. <laughs> so good. Okay. Believe it or not, it's been 20 years to the day since even Stevens made his debut on Disney Channel. I remember when I was walking through a mall in Massachusetts where I grew up and I saw even Stevens posters like all over the mall. I was like, what is this? And little did I know, it would literally become one of my favorite episodes ever. My favorite episode is the Influence episode, the musical episode where Ren is sick and she sings that song, We Went to the Moon in 1969. Not 1968, but a year later. That's like literally how I learned that we went to the moon in 1969 because of freaking even Steven. So literally just brought on a Disney channel, just educating everybody the way that they should be educated. Okay, to celebrate the uh, momentous anniversary, some of the cast and crew reunited on Zoom to reminisce and share stories about their time on the sitcom, led by Charles Christy, Conner- Christy Carlson Romano, excuse me, who played Ren Stevens, also she played Kim Possible, um, and she was in Cadet, Te- Cadet Kelly, of course, um, who played Ren Stevens, and Nick Spano, who played Donnie Stevens. Oh, I always thought Donnie Stevens was, Donnie Stevens was like such a babe. I was like, oh, hello. Um, Shia LaBeouf was not available for the call, obviously, because he's too famous. Um, I'm just kidding. Probably was busy. Uh, as his co-stars explained, but many others were, Romano and Spano were joined by Stephen Anthony Lawrence, who played Beans, AJ Troth, who played Twitty, Tom Virtue, who played the dad. He was the, the guy who was in the comeback with Lisa Kudrow. Um... Lauren Frost, who played Ruby. I loved her. Jim Wise, Coach Tugnut. Oh, my God, Coach Tugnut. Uh, George Anthony Bell, Principal Wexler, um, and some of the producers. Aside from LaBeouf, Spano explained that Donna Pascal, who played the mom, and Margot Harshman, who played Tawny, were also unable to make the reunion. A lot of attention was paid to Lawrence, whose display name simply was Beans, and who showed off his shaved head and beard and recalls up is recalled this audition featuring a lengthy and sort of nonsensical pri- pirate joke that helped me get the gig. Um, the group also shared memories of LaBeouf, who apparently had a level of confidence many of us can only dream of. AJ Troth said that LaBeouf had told him that before he was actually cast, he was introducing himself to the other kids at the audition by saying, Hi, I'm Shia. I'm playing Louis Stevens. There you go. You got to psych kids out. EP David Brookwell explained that they had to pull him aside and tell him that he did not yet have the part and he had to stop saying that to other kids. Um, other crew on the call confirmed that LaBeouf has been that way since he was eight. You could see success in him at that age, said Karen Tool Rentrip, head of the makeup department. Uh, then there was also praise to be given to Christy Costa Romano. Can I tell you the best audition I've ever seen? Said the show creator, Matt Dearborn. I've worked a little bit, but I've never seen an actor get apart faster than Christy Romano. She came in in a blue blazer and owned the room before she even got into the audition. You go, that's her. Everybody knew it. Nick Spano, meanwhile, did a one-arm push-up in his audition for Donnie. 
Towards the end of the nearly two-hour reunion, Nick Spano brought up Honey Boy, the somewhat autobiographical movie Shia LaBeouf wrote, where he played a version of his own troubled father. Um, some of the movie was clearly inspired by LaBeouf's time filming even Steven, even Stevens with a, with a, sorry, you guys, I'm stuttering, my mouth is really dry and I need water. Hold on one second, I'm gonna, like, drink some water, so give me a sec. Um, I'm just drinking, so I'm still here, please hold, please hold. Mmm. Ooh, smart water. You know what I love? Hold on a sec. Ooh, I love really chilled, cold water. Like, ice cold from the freezer. Like, I keep my fridge, like, a freezer. Like, temperature. Okay. <gasps> okay. Uh, let me reread the last sentence of this. Uh, some of the movie was clearly inspired by LaBeouf's time filming Even Stevens with a very few specific show references like pies in the face and oversized Hawaiian shirts. Um, quote, a lot of fans obviously went and saw Honey Boy, and the takeaway from that movie was that it wasn't a great, it wasn't as great a set as I think all of us fondly remember it to be, he said. Quote, I think it was a special time at Disney, it was a special time for all of us, and before we end this call, maybe you guys could share something about the show or being on set. But I want to leave people with a different impression, because we all go through difficult times in our lives, we all experience moments very differently than other people do, but I think that working in the sh- in show business as long as I had, there was nothing but a great sense of community and a family on even Stevens. And we actually all cared about each other. Who said that? It doesn't say who said that. Oh, life is challenging, Spano continued. We're going through some difficult times right now as a nation, but even Stevens will definitely be one of those places that was a safe place and a home. And if anyone was going through anything difficult, we cared for each other and we were all there for each other. Um, yeah, great article. You guys should watch this uh, Zoom call, uh, it's awesome. So I'm Christy Carlson Romano's channel. Um, and Honey Boy, I don't know if you guys have seen that film. It was incredible. Shia LaBeouf was just superb playing his father. And then the young actor who played him was just, he's going to be a star. Um, yeah, so that was what I wanted to report about that story because even Stevens holds a really sentimental place, special place in my heart because I was such a big fan of the show. Um, and congratulations on, the, on 20 years, you guys. That's amazing. Okay, final story of the day from page six. Somebody who actually kind of is related to Shia LaBeouf in a way, connection. Uh, Brian Austin Green and Courtney Stoden reportedly met online. Brian Austin Green obviously is the... Uh, are Megan Fox and him divorced? I don't know. He was married to Megan Fox and Megan Fox was in Transformers and Shia LaBeouf was in Transformers and they worked together. So that's the tie. Um, it all went down in the DM. Since Brian Austin Green and Courtney Stoden were spotted out to lunch together, oof, scandalous, um, more details uh, about their relationship are emerging. According to TMZ, Green 46 and Stoden 25, oh my. Um, well, Brian Austin Green is like a babe, so I mean, I totally get that. Met via social media, the two initially bonded over collaborating on music um, together before ultimately deciding to meet in person at... Uh, Medjugorje Grill and Tequila Lounge where they were photographed. Let me just look at this photo really quick. Oh my god, he's such a babe. Where about their kids? Like, where are their kids? Um, Stoughton currently has a limited library of songs available on Spotify, so perhaps she's looking to expand her catalog. Both also have recently gone through splits. Green and a strange wife, Megan Fox, announced her separation last month. Okay, so they're separated. Uh, while Stoughton finalized her divorce from Doug Hutchinson earlier this year. Stoden's rep, Johnny Donovan, told page six, quote, that despite public assumptions, Courtney is highly focused on her upcoming memoir. Brian and Courtney are just friends and are both focused on what's to come for both of them later this year. Courtney supports Brian in his business adventures, business ventures and isn't involved personally on anything romantically at this time. Green's rep didn't immediately return 
um, page six's request for comment. Well, obviously not. They're going to keep this hush hush if it's a new blossoming relationship, as they should, as they should. Um, so yeah, congratulations. Love's in the air. Um, I love love, young love. All right, everybody. That's uh, that's my episode. Um, have a great thirsty Thursday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Be kind to one another. Love your brothers and sisters. Advocate for what's white, and I will uh, see you Monday. Bye.